This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ. 1360 AM and streaming live on KWWJ.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK 1140 AM and streaming live on KYOKradio.org. KCOH 1230 AM, The Source. On San Geek Radio 95.1 FM 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832 832- 2-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then. All right, Houston, this is Gilbert Andrew Garcia of A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer with another episode. As a reminder, please call in, call in, call in at 832-570-8075. We've got, of course, KWWJ, Keep Walking with Jesus, the legendary KYOK, KCOH, The Source. We've got Aliento Radio, Sangeet Radio, all today. I'm going to be playing a song. Um, It's a wonderful song called Praise Him in Advance. But before I play that song, I wanted to make sure I accommodated Representative Ron Reynolds. We all know Representative Reynolds. Uh, and he's going to be calling in shortly because I have a guest. This might very well be one of the most important episodes that we will be playing ever because I have Miss Jocelyn Griffin and Jocelyn Griffin's son, Evan Griffin Lee, was killed in the Harris County Jail on March 22nd, 2022. And there are still no answers to what happened. And so Representative Ron Reynolds is going to be introducing a bill, and he'll be talking about it in a moment. And I have Evan Griffin Lee's, the late Evan Griffin Lee's mother here, Jocelyn Griffin. Jocelyn, welcome to the show. Thank you. It takes a lot of courage to take on these things. Let's see if this is Representative Reynolds. Is that Representative Reynolds? Hey, representative, is that you? Yes, sir. I was just about to uh, call in. I'm, I'm so delighted to be back on your show. Well, we're grateful to have you. You have me and Jocelyn Griffin, of course, oh. the mother of the late Evan Griffin Lee. And, you know, representative, I'm going to give you the floor here to talk to all of Houston about the bill you've introduced. But, you know, sometimes as a parent, you know, sometimes when my kids are out, I'm just praying they'll come back home. You know, and and, I mean, you know, sometimes I just like just praying and to hear about this young man going into custody and now he is no longer with us and no one knows why. There's just something wrong about that. Gilbert, Gilbert, first of all, I I couldn't agree with you more. I want to thank you for opening up your, your platform so the listeners in the Houston area can hear about, uh, you know, Miss Griffin's plight with what happened to her son. And as a parent myself of three children, uh, I cannot imagine the pain and the anguish that she has, not just losing her son, but not even knowing what the hell happened yeah, not to e- him. Not even, I mean, represent, know? not even knowing. Right. There's no, clo- there's no closure. There's no, no closure. No closure. Exactly. That, that adds insult to injury. And, and, and so he went in for something minor and he came out dead. That, that is, that is unexplainable. And so I, 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 I admire Ms. Griffin's uh, her, turning her pain into purpose. Uh, when I first heard about this, I, I, I heard about it on the news, you know, and, and, and it didn't really ring because I was just like, man, here's another one in Harris County, not knowing what happened. And then I received a call because she's a constituent of mine. Ms. Griffin lives in my district mm-hmm. and she wanted to, some help because she was trying to find out what happened and get answers. Uh, and that was over a year ago. And to this day, no answers. And so, Ms. Griffin, uh, Lord, help her people having strength like her, because even though this bill, House Bill 3434, could never bring back her son, she wanted to make sure it doesn't keep happening to other people uh, regardless, because there's been too many deaths in the Harris County Jail, too many deaths 
that we don't know why. We don't know what happened. Uh, and, and I'm not knocking anybody, but but something's wrong. There's a problem. You well, know? You, Representative, you ready for this stat she told me? Yeah. And yeah, I don't yeah. mean to, I don't mean to uh, take away all your thunder no, there, Ms. No, Griffin. Please, but please, no, Representative, share, you share. ready for this? And the yeah. last 16 months, there have been 35 people killed in custody. Oh, my 35. God. And of course, guess what? Most of them are people of color. That that is just you know, thirty five. You know, thirty five. Gilbert, Gilbert, that that is inexcusable. Uh, that, that 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 need there needs to be, and I don't know why it hasn't happened yet, but there needs to be a comprehensive autopsy on what the hell is going on in the Harris County Jail. There needs to be uh, some accountability to those thirty five individuals that have lost their lives. Uh, and, 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 and we don't give the death penalty uh, for people that have not received the death penalty, right? In other words, if a person has went to trial, they've been convicted and they have exhausted everything and the, and the jury has said, you, you're sentenced to death, then we have to live with that because of that's the law. But these individuals have the presumption of innocence and we don't know if they were guilty or innocent. And these 35 people end up with the death penalty and they could have been in there for a traffic ticket. We don't know what they were that's in right. there for. And even if they were guilty, they weren't sentenced to the death penalty. They weren't sentenced to death. That's, I mean, the, that's the point I'm it's making. It's crazy. I'm, I, it, it, it's, it's mind boggling. And so when she came to me, she was trying to find answers that she still doesn't have answers for. But then she said, you know, I want to I want to get legislation passed so that we don't continue to have these types of problems in Harris County or any other jail. And she has been a crusader, a tireless crusader, again, turning her pain into purpose. And she inspired me to file House Bill 3434 that will have the Commission on Jail Standards in the state of Texas to do, first of all, to evaluate the living conditions and safety of the persons confined in the Harris County Jail. So this is a specific bill that will look at what is going on in Harris County, and it will be conducted by the Commission on Jail Standards, uh, and they would have to submit a written report so that we can have transparency. They, they, it would require them to come up with a study and recommendations for the legislature so that they can improve the living condition and safety of all persons confined in the Harris County Jail. And the reason why we're doing this for Harris County and not Fort Bend or some other place is because we know that there is a problem that's occurring and reoccurring in Harris County and that those inmates are not safe. And so there's been inmates that have mental health issues. There's been inmates that had other issues that were not protected and they are supposed to be doing that. And so we want to make sure that what happened to Evan and these other 34 people that recently were killed in the Harris County Jail doesn't continue to happen. So parents don't continue to have to bury their children, mothers and fathers, brothers and sisters, community people. These people should not be sentenced to death when they go into the Harris County Jail. So I thank Ms. Griffin for her passion and making sure that she didn't just sit there and say, woe is me, I'm a victim because of what happened to my son which she is, and he is, and he was, but she's saying, look, no more, not on my watch. Enough is enough. Enough and is I, enough. I, I, admire, I admire her courageous, and we're going to have a hearing in Austin at the state capitol, and she's going to come and oh, testify. When is that, Representative? When is that? So, you know? so the hearing, the hearing, yes, sir, the hearing, let me let me ask my staff exactly, hold on. Wednesday. Hey, what, 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 what time is the hearing? When is the hearing? Wednesday. It's going to be Wednesday. It's Wednesday, Representative. The 19th at okay. 10.30. At 10.30. Wednesday, Wednesday at 10.30. Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. Uh, is, is the hearing, and we are going to uh, uh, get, let Ms. Griffin tell her story, and we are going to appeal to the committee to pass this bill and get it to the Senate so that we can get it to Governor Abbott's desk to make sure that this does not continue to happen. Again, this bill uh, is going to be heard on Wednesday at 10.30 a.m. And this is going to be uh, in in the Texas Capitol in room E2.012, E2.012. If someone wants to uh, come in uh, to the, to the uh, committee to testify, this is before the County Affairs Committee that hears these type of bills. And the chairwoman is Victoria Niave Crieto. And we are going to, and, and, and hey, guess what? 
Tell uh, us. Gilbert, we have one of our own from Harris County that's on the committee, Representative Jolanda Jones. She's oh, on my this committee. goodness. Well, you know yeah. Joe's. So, you so know, you know, you Joe's know Joe's, Joe's going you know to speak it. And at this form, this bill was, this, this committee was formally chaired for decade, for over a decade by uh, uh, Garnett Coleman. So we're going to make sure that we impress upon the committee why this bill needs to pass, be passed. Once they hear Ms. Griffin's story, I'm sure. I'm very confident. I'm speaking into existence that we're going to get this bill out of this committee onto the floor over in the Senate and then passed. And I'm going to ask, we're asking Senator Boris Miles to carry uh, this bill in oh, the Senate. Oh, what a hero he is. Yeah, he's, a, he, you know, he, 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 he's one of those truth, speaking truth to power yes. uh, kind of people as well. But Gilbert, I, I, I just want you to know, I gave Miss Miss Griffin a lot of credit, and she deserves it. I just saw her over the weekend uh, at a, at, a, at a community uh, affair that we were doing, so that people understand about rental assistance and and, and access to healthcare. And she was there. She is tireless. But I want to thank you, Gilbert. You have been a amazing patriot, uh, 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 advocating for for. Uh, uh, working class families, for the poor, for minorities, black and brown communities, marginalized communities. You've used this show to give us a platform. And I have to publicly thank you for your leadership, for being a businessman with passion. And that we don't see that a lot. A businessman that has made a fortune uh, and, and, and having an amazing company. But but you didn't just say, hey, I'm going to be wealthy and I'm going to live like a fat cat and my family is going to do well. You sow seeds and you give back. And you help when it comes to voting and civic engagement. And now to give my constituent a platform to talk about this need for jail standards in Harris County. I just want you to know I appreciate you, brother. And you are a guy seeing you are truly a blessing for the Houston and for the great state of Texas. I've been in the studio covering for you when you were out. Uh, and, and I can't thank you enough and and, uh, and Daisy and Mauricio and, and all the people that you have around your team. You have a first class team and a first class operation. And, and I just wanted the, the listeners to know that he is unusual because usually when you have people in business, they don't they don't mix yep. this. They don't they don't do the things that you do to give back unless it's a tax break, unless it benefits them right. financially. And, and so you do this out of your own pocket. Actually, you probably lose money because <laughs> while, while you could be making more money, you're doing yep. a public service. So I just wanted to thank you, man. Before I go on the floor, thank you, Miss Griffin. Thank you, Gilbert, for for educating people. So now people know about this bill. And they can come testify. They can call the representatives from the County Affairs Committee to ask them to vote in favor of House Bill 3434. And then when we get the bill out, then we can ask them to help us get the bill passed and on to the Senate, on to Governor Abbott's desk for signing. So, again, I'm so grateful for the opportunity to share. Uh, this bill needs to be passed, and it needs to be passed now. Well, Houston and Fort Bend County and the surrounding area, that's Representative Ron Reynolds. We got Now you know why we got to keep sending them to Austin, right? That is exactly you, why. And, yeah. and he took time out of, he's supposed to be on the House floor, and he took time right. to take us this call and to tell us all about this. Representative, I'm hugging you in cyberspace. Thank you, brother. Thank I look you forward for to seeing doing, you soon, man. Yeah, thank right. you for doing the Lord's work. Ms. Griffin, Ms. Griffin, I'll see you and Cynthia Farms and others on Wednesday as we uh, present this bill before the County Affairs Committee. Safe travels and God bless you all. Thank you. Thank you, yes. Representative. What a great man. Let's go back. I want to play a little bit of this song. We'll play it its entirety at the end. I don't know if you have it there, producer. It's Mr. Marvin Sapp. He is the conductor conducting the choir for Praise Him in Advance. And of course, the words are so beautiful. I've had my share of ups and downs, times when there was no one around. God came and spoke these words to me. Praise will confuse the enemy. I started singing. I started clapping. I started dancing. People were laughing. They knew my problems. They knew my pain. But I knew God would take them away. It's beautiful. Beautiful. Ms. Griffin, somehow this is, reminds me of you when I hear these words. Because... No one should go through what you've been through burying your child. No one. We salute you.
You know, there's a backstory here written by an author, and they said here, you can keep it playing lightly there a little bit because it relates to the song. So many times we get wrapped up in our situation, we fail to lack the ability to see the light at the end of the tunnel. Instead of putting faith in God to deliver us from our situations, we tend to question him. Why me? Well, why not you? How do you know that everything that you are going through isn't preparing you for something else? It is inevitable. At some point in our lives, we're going to face hardships. But through those hardships, just try to remember that God is with you through even the hardest of days. When it seems that everybody has abandoned you and there's no way out, praise your way through. It may not seem like you have anything to praise him for, but praise him anyway. My favorite line of the song, this is a writer I'm still quoting, praise will confuse the enemy. So shout, cry out, let the enemy Satan know that he will not win. What a beautiful song. Let's fade out and let me go to my guests now. So let's take a step back. So you are from Houston? I'm from Mississippi. You're from Mississippi. So how did you get to Houston? I came here for college. You came here for college, and then it was so great you stayed. I stayed. You stayed. And let me ask you this. Uh, when Evan was born, was this that like the most incredible moment of your life? It was. Tell us about little Evan. Evan was my second born. And, and so you had some experience already. Already, okay. yes. But he was a very healthy and big baby. A lots of excitement. How big was he? In 1990. You know, do you remember how big he was? Seven pounds, seven? twelve ounces. Oh my goodness, he's almost an eight pounder. Almost, yes. He, he was he was big and loved to eat at <laughs> an early early age. So you know, coming from Mississippi, uh, my mother came along with my grandmother, and um, they made the quilts and had everything prepared for him when he arrived. When we arrived home, and um, the specialty about Evan, he he was a very very quiet baby. He wasn't those that whined a lot, but you could tell when he got hungry. <laughs> <laughs> and as he growed up, uh, playing football, peewee football, and a very smart young man. He loved math and chemistry. Wow. Yes, he received many awards, and he grew up from uh, Windsor Village Elementary all the way to Dulles Middle School to Hightower High School, where he achieved many awards in football, as well as academics. And he graduated what year? Did he graduate, do you recall? You're, calc you're doing the math, you're doing the math. He was born in 1990? 2008? Yes. Something like that? Yes. Okay. So actually, I think we have a caller already. Do you have a caller? Isidro. Isidro Garza. My dear friend Gilbert Garcia. How are you, my friend? Of the city of Houston. You know, the first Hispanic mayor. <laughs> I love you, pal. We are having an amazing discussion. And I don't know if you caught it at the beginning here with Miss Griffin, who lost her son, Evan Griffin Lee. And there, there's a picture of him. What a beautiful boy. He, she lost her son in the custody of Harris County Jail on March 22nd. 2022. And, you know, I know you and Johnny Mata and Lulak have done a lot of work in this regard, but, you know, how is it that we can have 30, 35 people killed in custody just in the last year and change? I mean, what is happening? Uh, I know about the case, and I I am sorry for your, for your loss. Uh, and and uh, we have brought this issue up uh, before the uh, sheriff uh, and... Uh, uh, it, it just seems that uh, we have uh, 9,200 prisoners, uh, probably the largest uh, a jail uh, in the country, probably could be. Uh, uh, it's much bigger than many other prisons. A, a normal prison usually has about 2,000 inmates. Uh, uh, and and uh, here we have over 9,000. Uh, and we passed laws, we passed uh, uh, the, the uh, bail bond and other things to reduce the, the amount of prisoners. Uh, but it stays the same. It, it seems like if nothing has happened. And it's frustrating. Uh, and obviously, the, the, uh, uh, we lament uh, the loss of life 
uh, and we will continue uh, doing what we can. But what we need to do is reduce the number of prisoners. Uh, we we went into this prison business uh, uh, in in uh, uh, 1983. We passed the omnibus crime bill, the tough on crime, and all it all tough on crime did was it raised the uh, the number of prisoners at the federal level from 27,000 to uh, 218,000. Wow! All it was is a is a, a business. Uh, uh, prisons for profit, uh, and so uh, who would not build a hotel that that, that you're guaranteed the occupancy? So 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 what happens? You get more 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 law enforcers, more attorney, district attorneys, district attorney, uh, uh, assistant district attorneys, and 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 you process more judges, you you process more people, so that you can keep the the the, the jails and the prisons full. Uh, there's a, a certain amount of stipend, uh, so so they 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 just can't control it. I mean, the, the number of prisoners that we have in our jail far exceeds what we can manage, uh, and uh, and not enough is being done. Uh, so uh, we need a, a leader. Uh, another reason why uh, uh, my dear friend Gilbert Garcia uh, should be elected, uh, because obviously he. He heard the story, and he knows somebody. Like here, it happens to be us in that particular field. But whatever field it may be, he has been around, and he and he has his heart in the right place, mm-hmm. and he will look for an answer. He may not have known the 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 uh, the gravity of the problem that we have, but now that he does know, I know that he is going to exert pressure to make sure that uh, maybe we say one or two lives down the road. Well, I know one thing, Isidro. No parent should be burying their child. That's just not part of the natural order uh, of life. That's one thing I know. Number two is law enforcement is there to, you know, protect us, not kill us. That's another thing I know. And then another thing I know is when someone is put in jail, they are innocent until proven guilty. So going into jail should never be a death sentence in and of itself. And it makes no sense. And when you look at the stats, the majority are people of color. And it probably goes back to things like um, legal representation. It, you know, it, it all goes back to all those things that we know are some of the social issues of our time. And it's got to stop. And the best way to make it stop is to bring light to the issue itself. And that's what Miss Griffin is doing on behalf of all of us. And that's what Representative Ron Reynolds is trying to do in the legislature by just putting transparency into law uh, of having someone look at the conditions and just have a record of those conditions so we can know what's going on. Uh, It's just dreadful, Isidro. And and, uh, let me throw a, a statistic that maybe most people do not know. Uh, out of the 9,000 that I said, 9,000 plus, close to 8,000 of the prisoners are are, are awaiting a, a court uh, proceeding. Oh my uh, goodness! They, they, it, it may it may be something very oh my trivial. Goodness. They do not have the money to to, to bail out, uh, 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 and and so 8,000 of those prisoners. In most cases, uh, no, 8,000 are, I think it's 7,800 uh, 7, the last time I checked, uh, uh, were awaiting uh, uh, to be heard. That's... To, you know, you, you said you're innocent before proven guilty. They haven't even been given the process. And and, and that's what's caused the, and, this, this terrible problem. And they might completely be innocent because their case Absolutely. hasn't been heard. Uh, and, you know, when you get into jail... It's going to affect you. So even yes. if you come out because you're innocent, it may have affected you to a point of no return. I mean, it's just Absolutely. not a great place to be. No. And in addition to that, you know, uh, all of the family, uh, like Ms. Griffin and, and all of her family, uh, uh, are, are victims. Uh, 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 e- even assuming that all their, all, all the, their relative is doing is being in jail. It, it keeps them from being the head of household. It keeps them from being the breadwinner. So what happens uh-huh. to the whole family? 
that is. And, and we just took out a prisoner, uh, 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 Augie, Augie Pineda, uh, and Lulak and Johnny Martin Company. Uh, we we got a prisoner out that had been in there over two years, and had not gone to to, to his court. And it, within a week, I'm glad that we were able to raise the 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 awareness on it. Uh, he was released. Uh, uh, but that's one out of eight thousand. Gosh, two years he was there. Yes, uh, he he in September of last year, it, it was two years. We we got him out in October. He was going to go to his court in in December, and and we were able to get him out. But but you know, saving one is enough. Okay. Uh, 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 but what about all the other eight thousand people? Oh my goodness! You and, know, and, and, and Gilbert, uh, I hope that you do something when you win. Uh, that, that you that you just don't assign it to a committee. Uh, that you just don't don't give it the lip service. Uh, that that you actually get in there and get it done. Uh, reduce the number of prisoners. The, the, we don't have. Do you know that we have twenty five percent of the world's prisoners in our country? In our country, twenty-five, and we're, and we're less than ten percent of the world population. Wow! Uh, so, so uh, why is it? Are we that bad? No, because it's a it's a business, it's a business, and and through that, we have many atrocities, like in Ms. Griffin's case, that happened in prison. So, uh, it's one of the darkest parts of our history. One of the darkest parts of our history is our prison system. You see, I am so grateful that you're calling in. You know, Ms. Griffin, I didn't think about the cost to you and the family, not just not seeing him, but what it might have meant to him and his life and his working life and and providing the family, being participating in the family. I just never really thought of I mean, what I mean, you can't put a price on what you've missed out on. Right? You cannot put a price. No, you cannot. You cannot put a price. No, you can't. But Evan had a job, and um, he was on his job the last four years, and they were anticipating on him returning back to work. He loved his job, and they loved him as well. Mike, so he was a productive working member of society. This isn't just a person that's, you know, I'm, I'm using a phrase, gang member, trouble. This was a working young man yes. who loved his job, and they loved him. Yes. And tell us again about that moment what was he arrested for or what was well, what happened evan was uh, on his day off walking from a neighborhood store and two officers of cola police department drove up on him and i got a call that he they wanted to know if he had a probation officer and the next i told him no he's not on any type of probation um, but um, quickly it seemed to have been he was profiled, and I got a, another call from him stating he was uh, detained in Fort Bend County. And at that time, I started to reach out to find out what was going on. Just because he, he was arrested. walking to the store. Yes, and um, it states on records that he looked like uh, escapee, but we didn't have any records of a prison or any escapee in, in any county that I was aware of and that I've researched. And Fort Bend County told me they was gonna let him out that day because an error was in the system from Harris County. However, he stayed there. Um, my understanding that he had a warrant out of Harris County that has not yet been um, discovered or verified. And he was transfer transferred to Harris County on the 10th day being in Fort Bend County. So he and was there 10 days at Fort Bend County. And no one knew nothing of why or anything and you could there was no one you could turn to. He was just there 10 days and then they were just going to move him to the county. Yes, I called tirelessly to so many different people and agencies trying to get him out. And when he got to Harris County the same thing. But I was told he had to wait on a court date for a previous charge. And there were some errors, and they were fixing them. After communicating with the court, the court assistant, that's what the information I was told. But we went through this tirelessly, uh, weeks,
trying to get Evan out. His job was still waiting on him, and, you know, they still had his job available for him to oh come back goodness. to work. Where did he work? He worked for Family Dollar and oh, Dollar Trees. Oh, golly. Yes. Even with his um, issues and um, challenges, he still kept his job daily and walked almost four miles daily to work. My goodness. Yes, and he was um, a lady from church, donated him a vehicle, but he wanted to make sure that he had his driver license and everything was in place. But he cleaned that car so clean and ready to drive to work, <laughs> but he never got a chance to drive because this situation happened to Evan. You see, how many times have you heard a story like this? But, you oh. know. Well, one too many. And one this, too this many. Is, this is one too many. Uh, 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 but uh, the, the the system that we have, Gilbert, is terrible. Uh, and and uh, uh, there's no way that we're ever going to get a resolution on this particular case, Mr. Griffin. We cannot return him back. Uh, and, and that loss... Uh, it it uh, leaves a deep emptiness in people's heart forever, for a lifetime. Uh, and it did not have to be. Uh, and many of those cases, like in that particular case that you just finished de uh, defining, it should be one where you set up, you know, administratively a court date, not in, not in jail. Uh, 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 you go in, in into a system that administratively sets a court date where you're going to go find out uh, uh, whether they have enough evidence to convict you or not. And if they don't, let him go. He should have he should have been at his job. He's never lost a day of work. And here we are talking about it uh, and, and really not being able to do anything to re reverse that. And it, it's so sad. It's a, it's ugly part of our society. Uh, 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 right now we have 218,000 uh, uh, federal prisoners. We have over uh, 2.3 million prisoners, uh, in both state and federal, uh, uh, and uh, multiply that by 10 because each, each life has has uh, spreads at least 10 people within a household that that it directly affects. Uh, uh, Gilbert, you you know I told you I've been in prison. I was in prison 811 days, uh, and then the the fifth I was I, I was in there for a a 20 year sentence, 235 months. I'm supposed to be in prison till February of 2028. Uh, the, the system, it's, it's a, it, the Fifth Circuit overturned all of our convictions uh, uh, because it was, it was a politically motivated uh, 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 plot. Uh, uh, and they threw, there's another ugly part of our system, the court system, uh, where, where even, and, and you may not like to hear what I'm fixing to say, even federal judges are uh, 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 part, not all of them, but are part of that corruption. So you, it starts from the federal judges, the honorable federal judges, uh, the, the U.S. attorneys, on and on in, in, in state courts, the DAs, and uh, and uh, I'm glad we had one of the best DAs that I've ever worked with, and that was, is with uh, Ms. Kimog. Uh, but, you know, she has a huge system, and they're false, uh, they're, they're policies, and we need to go in there every time that something's not right. We need to go and make sure that somebody pays and is accountable for it. That's how you fix the system. Amen to that, Isidro. Isidro Garza, thank you for calling in, my friend. Um, thank you. I really appreciate you. That's Isidro Garza Houston, uh, a warrior, a humanitarian, uh, LULAC leader, and just an overall gentleman. Uh, we have other callers. I, I'm really at a loss just reading more about this. Um, I'm just paraphrasing what you wrote here, Ms. Griffin, that you got a call from a hospital to alert you that Evan was in a coma on March 19, 2022. He could not make decisions for himself and needed emergency surgery for head trauma, blood trapped between the brain and the skull. Well, how can that possibly happen unless he was struck? Exactly. Unless he was struck. Um, you don't have to be a forensic scientist to, to figure that out. And it had to have been at such a force to create that. It had to have been at such a force. We have two more questions. Uh, we have a Jordan. Jordan, are you on the line? 
Yes, I am. You Hi. Have, you have me, Gilbert Garcia, a tip from Gilbert, with, of course, Miss Jocelyn Griffin. Yes, I just had some words of encouragement for Miss Griffin. I just wanted to say, um, first of all, sorry for the situation that has happened to you. And second of all, you know, just to keep pushing through because at the end of the day, God turns every bad thing into good. So keep fighting, keep advocating for your son. You know, it was a horrible incident that happened, but, you know, keep pressing through um, and just keep fighting and spreading um, the word and about him and his life and what he did and how of it how much of an impact he had. It's so hard, but I appreciate your kind words. Um, Ms. Griffin, mm -hmm. I, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, I'm at a loss because, and you are such a, you have such grace about you and such incredible dignity. I don't know. I think I'd be screaming and hollering and I would just be so damn mad. And I think I would just be, angry and and i don't know what i lose my mind you can't let the enemy win as a minister and a christian at a very very young age the enemy come with force and so we serve a god that is so high and above every and all things my prayer is that the end of this will give us all glory for evan and many others that has lost their lives as well well, those words will have to sustain me because I'm feeling it, and I'm just mad. I'm just, I just want to yeah. scream, uh, and I don't even know what I want to scream other than how come we can't get answers? I mean, I, I just, it doesn't make any sense. Somebody's got to know something well, somewhere, definitely. and there's got to be cameras somewhere. Definitely right? so. Um, yes. Somebody, yes. I mean... You know, why all the red tape? Why all the red tape? It's my question. We're over 365 days now. And for him to be uh, deceased on 322-22 and get a cause of death on 12-16-22, um, still no accurate uh, autopsy from our Harris County Medical Examiner's Office. It's... It's brought a lot of anger to me, but I don't let it take over. And it's unfortunate that it brings sleepless nights, and it has affected me so many different ways to my health. Um, and I thank God that I'm able to just continue on day by day. And advocating, it helps me to talk about it, mind telepathy, mind therapy. You know, you've, uh, you've got a glow about you. You're just such a holy person and how you um, – I don't know the right phrase. Turn the other cheek. Love your fellow man. Yes. Um, have so. no hate in your heart. No. Your heart is pure. Oh, my. And then when you read here, when I read here what you said, that your ears are still ringing nightly from your son when he called and said to you, Mama, get me out of here. I'm going to die in here. Yes. And as I stated, Evan had some challenges. Therefore, when he got to Harris County, he did not get assistance, and he did not know how to say his name at the end of the recording for a phone call. So instead of him saying, Evan, he was saying, Mama, get me out of here. I'm going to die in here. So that was, instead of his name, being played on the recording when he called. And even after him being deceased, someone was using his PIN number. So I had to hear that up to September 2022. And that's why so many nights the ringing of this is with me. And it was sad that I have to do what I had to do to get their attention to have it stopped. Therefore, their policies and procedures there are totally, totally erupt. It just sounds like it's just a mess. I mean, it's like, it's like, who's in charge? How do I talk to someone with authority and how do I get answers? That's what yes. it sounds like. Yes, it's unlivable and it's inhumane, you know, that they're dealing with our human beings in society like this. And the SPCA don't have this problem with their animals. So I am trying to justify how our human beings are treated this way. And you have animals that are 
are not. Treated more humanely. You know? Hold that thought. We, we, we have another caller. We have another caller, I believe. Did you say Dustin or Jasmine? Jasmine. Jasmine. Is there a Jasmine on the line? Jasmine, are you with us? I am here. Hello, you, everyone. You have me, Gilbert Garcia, with Miss Jocelyn Griffin. Very difficult topic. Um, yeah. It's, it's hard to even describe it. Uh, what do you have for us there? Yes, I have a question for Ms. Griffin. Ms. Griffin, first off, I would send my deepest condolences to you and your family. And I pray that God protects your heart. And I pray that you find peace at a time like this. No parents should have to experience any harm done to their child, especially by a system that was built to protect them. Thank so you. With, that is, with that said, Ms. Griffin, how did you gather the strength? How did you muster up the strength to even get the process started in seeking justice for Evan? Thank you so much. Thank you for calling in yes, and thank you for your condolences to me. I have to say knowing that something happened wrong and me knowing that I'm going to do what's right, rightfully so, I immediately started to reach out to every single agency, local and state, and in the United States to find out what and how will I find out what happened to my child? Right. I did not get any answers from my local authorities with the Harris County Jail because as soon as he passed, the Texas Rangers took over and they took an investigation. And my understanding is that they were not able to communicate with me. So I did not mm -hmm. accept that for an answer. So I reached out, first of all, to our President Biden administration and from there, I worked back down to my state and local uh, representatives. And that's where I got some communication, not answers, but at least some communication to someone was listening where we could at mm -hmm. least join force to try and get answers. And unfortunately, as of today, we don't have any answers. But mm -hmm. to know exactly that what happened and what I witnessed at the hospital is that it was a homicide that took place and somebody mm -hmm. murdered my child. And someone is gonna be accountable from the Harris County Jail to if it was a staff or inmate. They mm -hmm. are going to be accountable. And I have it in my heart from the very beginning, my prayers to God who sits so high and watches everything. I know Absolutely. without a shadow of a doubt, we're gonna find out who is responsible for my son's death. Do we at least know such a thing like he was in his cell and there was another cellmate, or we just have no idea? I have no idea at this time. I did want to know if there was a cellmate there, but it's my understanding he was in a pod with several people, mm -hmm. and because they were overcrowded, they don't know. They didn't know exactly, so they. You know, of course, they're not giving me any answers, right. but that's something that I found out through another source. What does Sheriff Ed Gonzalez say? He's a, he's a good man. What does the sheriff say? I think um, Sheriff Ed Gonzalez is a great person. <coughs> he's a family person, and uh, a lot of things that has happened is on his watch as the sheriff of Harris County, but unfortunately, he was not able to oversee and know everything that's going on but at this time he has not been apologetic to the situation to myself or any family and um, we do plan to meet with him very soon because he want to at least just uh, you know have some type of sympathy for us but it's out of his hands when the Texas Rangers took over as I stated earlier, in my son's death. So when they're investigating, then the agency has no words and they cannot have any contact. The with sheriff the can't person. say anything? No, they oh cannot. Oh, my. Legally so. Well, how long is that going to last? You know, at this point, um, every day gives my head a headache 
to know that we approaching another day and no answers. How long have the Rangers been, quote unquote, on the case? They took over the day of his death on March the 22nd, 2022. Come on, it's been, it's been over a year? It's been over 365 days, and they're still investigating. And the information, so many people, different agencies that I'm in contact with have been reaching and trying to prior answers for me. But unfortunately, nothing yet. And who do the Texas Rangers report to? Is that a, I mean. They report to the, the, but, the but I mean, Texas is, Department. Is it on the Texas Department of Public Safety? Of Public Safety. Okay, gosh. What a labyrinth of mess. I mean, really. Um, Jasmine, what else do you got? Anything else you want to say? Oh, maybe we lost her. Uh, but we have another question coming. Let's see who this is. Boy, it's just so hard. It's just so hard. It's I mean, unlivable. It is. And I, I, I've I, met, I, out of the 35 I, deaths I that one. has happened, I have met about, um, so far, 13. And they're and all are in the same place. Same place. Lost, can't get answers. You know, we have a caller. Is there a caller here? Denise. Denise? Oh, Jan, uh, Janice. Janice, is there a Janice there? Yes. Janice, you have me, Gilbert Garcia. We're here with Miss Griffin Lee on a very, very difficult emotional topic. What do you have for us? Yes, uh, I want to offer my condolences to uh, Miss Lee and to say that I, my heart is just breaking. I'm so disturbed by the way things are happening in the judicial system and i do pray that they would get better because um there's so many people there's also uh, a member of my church who just lost her son in the system as well and there's no answers as the same that miss lee is 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 having to um uh, go through <clears throat> and i I, I just, I just, I don't know what to say. I want to be helpful. I, I would like to advocate with her, uh, Miss Lee and others. And I want to find out uh, how I may contact her um, to get involved in this matter as well. Denise, that's so nice of you. Well, just you calling is such a huge step. And as we now know, there's a bill that's been introduced and it is going to be heard on Wednesday in Austin. That may be hard for you to go to, but Wednesday in Austin with State Representative Ron Reynolds. I think he said at 1030. Yes. What is your website? So if someone like Janice can contact you or, or get involved, do you have a website? I do not have a website. How can people find you? Because I'm seeing a bunch of pages. Producer, where are you getting some of these things from? I have um, Justice for Evan L. Okay, is that and also a, my Facebook page? So you do have okay. So on her Facebook, and your Facebook is what? Is Jacqueline Griffin, and I have a GoFundMe Justice for Evan, with information there as well. Is there a GoFundMe on there right now? Yes. Producer, see if you can hit five hundred dollars from from uh, from me right now. What a blessing! Could you see if we can do that real quick? Let's see if we can do that. And let's see if we can do it right now. Um, and God. I encourage others to do the same because um, when you're in this state, you have no one to turn to. And, you know, we're really one community here in Houston. We're really the human race, one race, right? And if it can happen to young Evan, it could happen to anyone. It can happen to a loved one. It can happen to a neighbor. It could happen to us. Let's see if we can get that through. Tell me if we get that through. But uh, Janice, did we lose her? Janice, are you there? I think we lost her. Hopefully, Janice, you're hearing me still, and you can check it 
on her website or come back to me and we can uh, give you some information as well. I know we have another caller. Can we let in that next caller? That caller is, what was that first name? Alejandro. Alejandro. Alejandro, are you there? Alejandro. Hi, Gilbert. Good morning. Good morning to you. You have me, a tip from Gilbert, talk inspiration and prayer with probably the most difficult episode I've had in the two years I've had this radio show. Um, but yet in some way, I feel at peace being here with Miss Griffin because um, she's like a holy person. It's, it's pretty amazing. What do you have for us there, Alejandro? Well, um, first of all, Ms. Griffin, I, I just wanted to say I, I'm, I'm sorry again for, for the terrible loss that you had to experience. And, and, and what makes it even worse is that it's at the hands of those who are meant to protect us. Um, I've been listening in to this show and, and, and hearing your story, and I, I, I like to listen in while I'm working, and uh, I just can't help but feel angry. I, I wanted to call in just to ex simply express my frustration at the justice system that's been, Alejandro, I'm the uh, same. I'm just, I just want to scream. Mm -hmm. I just want to scream. Mm -hmm. Maybe you and I are just mere mortals and we just, you know, I just want to scream. I'm, I'm, I'm angry. I'm mad. I'm, I, just, I have all those feelings in me right now. Go ahead, Alejandro. I didn't mean to cut you off. Oh, no, no, no worries. Uh, yeah, no, it's just one of those things that seems to be a common theme with, 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 the, with the police. And I, and I hate to be uh, generalizing uh, any groups of people by any means, but it, it just seems that those who are meant to protect us uh, are, are mistreating us. There, there's qualified immunity that's, that's get, letting police officers get away with, with uh, any real um, um, consequences. There's, there's incentivized... A lot of incentives to keep people in prisons and doesn't really allow uh, a, a, a pathway for people to uh, to just simply get better. Whether and, and and to top it off, they combine people who are suffering from mental health crisis with with with, with violent offenders. And then what do the police do? They treat everyone like like a violent offender. And I, that's just me expressing my, my my frustration at the whole system. But really. Uh, what 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 I'm kind of understanding is that we need more advocacy. We need more leaders. And 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 Ms. Griffin, people like you who who have experienced these kinds of things and then take it and flip it into a positive thing, uh, uh, into positive action is is really admirable. And, and I just wanted to say uh, thank you for all the work that you're doing. I know this must not be easy at all, but uh, uh, because of people like you who who stand up and and who are fighting for a better uh, future, uh, I, I think that's going to make uh, and not just Harris County, your better place, but, but really the world. So I just want to say thank you for that. You know, um, I, this is going to sound strange, but sometimes things happen, right? Let's just pretend that. But my goodness, Miss Griffin deserves to know. You know, I mean, let's just pretend the most far-fetched accident happened let's just pretend she at least deserves to know you know mm -hmm. this whole suspension of not knowing anything and wondering and and you want to know i wonder did he suffer did he not suffer was it fast was it slow was it you know you probably have all these things in your mind because i would have them in mind she just deserves to have these this closure and i think that's really what i guess i'm pushing on Let's just get closure. Just tell us. Tell us. Whatever it is, mm -hmm. we're ready. Tell us, though. Exactly. Does that make sense? Yes. We want answers. We yes. want answers. That's it. Alejandro, thank you for calling in, my friend. We have another caller. I know we're running out of time. We. I want to thank you, Alejandro, for calling in. Please call in again. Do we have another caller? Yes. Her name is Krish. Krish? Tip one. Is there a Krish there? Hi, yes, this is Chris Kundu, Tech to Jail Project. Hello, this is Gilbert Garcia, a tip from Gilbert, talk, inspiration, and prayer, with probably one of my most um, emotional calls I've had in my two years of guests and things on my show. What do you have for us? I'm sorry, I just tuned in. I know you had Miss... Uh, She's here with she, me now, Miss Griffin, Miss Griffin Lee. Yes, Ms. could Griffin you share? Yes. How are you? Thank you for calling in today. Can you share with us the custodial, the custodial desk in Harris County Jail, please? 
So we had over a record number of tests last year, as you all probably heard, you know, record in 20 years, actually. We had 28 custody deaths last year, last um, calendar year, and the jail actually only counts 27 because one of the young men that died was given a PR bond as he was dying in the hospital. And this is just so Harris, Ca the Harris County Jail? This is just the Harris County Jail, yes. Okay. If you want the numbers for the entire state. No, um, no, no, keep going, keep going. We have 242 county jails in the state of Texas, and last year we had 161 officially reported deaths. 161 deaths. statewide, and 20 odd, tw 20 odd percent are from Harris County. 28 were from Harris County, yes. yes. And um, one of the young men that died actually died in Louisiana pre-trial. Um, so his death is not even being actually counted by the state attorney general's database because he died in Louisiana, where we transferred over 500 people to LaSalle um, Corrections in Louisiana. Um, it's the real crisis in our jails. It has been for a very long time. But now, as we were, I think when you, I tuned in, you all were talking about people with mental illness in the jails. For the first time, we had an investigation by a nonprofit media group called Houston Landing um, last, uh, I think in February. And they examined um, 114 deaths from Harris County area jails. So like Harris County, Fort Bend, Liberty County, you know, the, our, our region jails. And we found that 46% of the 114 individuals who died of unnatural causes had been flagged as mentally ill at least once since the 1980s. And, you know, what this points out to us, especially in our work, in Texas Jail Project work, what we see, what we have been seeing for the past eight to ten years is that most of the folks who call us are people with mental illness or developmental disability who are arrested in crisis. They're actually being arrested from hospitals and from group homes and places where they're going to get help. So last year, out of the 28 people who died in our Harris County Jail, five of them were incompetent to stand trial. Wow. They had been found incompetent to stand trial, right? Four more had a psych tag, which means that they were um, they had a mental illness tag in the past. So clearly, we are letting our most vulnerable population die in our jails pre-trial because they're not able to access the right care at the right time in the right place in the community. Oh my what has goodness. happened is that jails have become the de facto warehouses for people with mental illness and disabilities. And I, and, I, and I separate them because, you know, people with developmental disabilities are not the same as people with mental illness. And what we mean by developmental disabilities are um, people who have been in special ed and have been de designated as IDD, which is intellectual and developmental disabilities, or TBI, which is traumatic brain injury. These are separate from mental illness, right? These are people with genuine disabilities who are some of our most vulnerable. If you remember two years ago, Fred Harris, who was a young man with an IDD, he was killed in our Harris County jail because you, you, jails are by design, you know, they're, they're basically engines of violence and disease and death. And this is a place where we are warehousing some of our most vulnerable population. You know, I am. Um, we only have a minute. I'm not even going to play our song again because this is too important. Can I get Are you in Houston? Yes, I'm based in Houston, but we work statewide. Texas I'd like to have you on my show. Would you like to be on my yes. show? We would love that. We can, would love can, to come do you have a pin? Do you have a pin? Oh, okay. I do. Ready? I'm going to give you my cell phone. Yeah. And all of Houston, I'm giving you my cell phone. It's okay. 713. You ready? 413. 443. 4330. I got it. I want you to, to please call me. Uh, I have another call because I do have a job uh, like in an hour or two because I'd like to get you on the show right away. And Miss Griffin, maybe you can be on that episode too because I think this is just such an important topic and I'd like to continue to bring more awareness to it. It really strikes me uh, very deep as a human being. Uh, and so I think we're, gonna, we're running out of time. Miss Crush, if you could just please call me. I will. I will. I would love to be on your show, and we would want to talk more about you know, raising awareness for 
why our jails have, why are we criminalizing people with mental illness and disabilities? And what we can do as a community to stop it, you know, just mm-hmm. to invest in front-end upstream preventive solutions. Call me so back. Talk, talk Th- thank you so much. Houston, I know we're signing off the radio. We're going to have a minute or two here with Ms. Griffin. This was an incredible episode. And uh, I don't, I have mixed feelings because on the one hand, I'm angry. I, I can feel it. But on the other hand, I feel this sense of calm with you. Um, you really are an incredible inspiration. Uh, I, I can't describe it, but it's, it's a holiness to be able to handle all of this. Let's go to social media here. I think we're off radio, producer. Are we off radio? Um, that was an, uh, uh, an odd ending there because we ran out of time. It's the first time we didn't get to have our normal things. But that's okay because that's how important this is. So you're now looking in that camera. You're talking to social media. We can keep playing that song there, light like that, Mr. Producer. Um, Ms. Griffin, I want you back with this lady, if you don't mind. And then we can talk about how did it go in Austin, and and we can talk about the bill so we can really get people to write about it and make sure it becomes law. So meanwhile, what do you want to say to Houston? What are, you, what are your last words you want to say? Oh, before you do that, everyone, I just hit the website, which means please go hit that website, the GoFundMe. We just hit it for $500. Listen, they need help. She needs to get people to Austin to testify. We need to get people organized. Uh, We need to make people know about this so it doesn't happen to others. Uh, Ms. Griffin, what do you want to say to Houston? I just wanted to say that it's time for a change. It's 2023, and we have to face everything in history that has happened and we have to move forward with change because we will not accept everything that has been going on in history we want change we want our children i have nine grandkids i want them to be able brown black poverty Hispanic, Caucasian. I want a community where we're able to go out on a daily basis and do everything that we we have our agenda to do so and not be harassed, not be profiled, and not have a life ended in error. I know we don't live a perfect life because our perfect one, Jesus Christ, have left earth. But what we can do is place policies and make those in staff, the employees, make them accountable. Every agency, they should be accountable as to what's going on. And that's one of the things in the bill. We're going to make those that's, whether they're sheriff, police, whatever they are, their cameras ought to be on in the jails, and they are going to be made accountable. If something happened, they're going to be criminally charged. And that's from myself, doctors, lawyers, nurses, every single title. They should be held accountable. And we have law enforcement that are known and sworn to protect us. And that's what it should be. We won't accept any other excuse at all. A good thing that I have for Evan, we donated organs and we have two lives that are living with Evan organs. And so that is the only good thing right now that I'm able to take and run with. We're still waiting. Houston, Texas, we do have a problem, but I feel like we can fix it in time, step by step. But I want to know what happened to Evan Griffin Lee. What the hell happened in Harris County Jail that took my son's life as well as the 35 others? I won't be selfish. That's why I'm advocating to find out what happened to my child as well as others and why so much red tape that we have to wait so long to disturb our minds, our mental health, that's affecting the families, 
and that's killing the rest of the family to not know what has happened to a family member. I talk with 13 other families and they're experiencing the same that I'm experiencing, not knowing, not getting answers. It's taken six months to a year to get a cause of death. And I'm just totally, totally not able to accept that as an answer. Today we have technology and so many different ways that we should not have to wait that long to get answers. But Houston, Texas, I've been here 35 years and I've earned degrees, I've earned entrepreneurship here, I have my children here, grandkids now, and I plan to continue I know that Houston can be a very good place to live for family and friends that I have been able to share with in so many years. People come from all over the country to visit here. And I know we can continue to do so if we keep our policies and procedures in place where they are supposed to be. Amen. I think Thank you. the only thing I would add to that is please we need better training for our officers that are there and mental health training. So when there's someone with a mental health issue, they recognize this isn't a violent response. This is a, this is a mental health issues. Uh, and so they don't take things to an extreme and um, accelerate something into, and make it bigger than it really is. So Houston, this was a, a very important episode. That's why we're going to return to it uh, somewhere in the next week or two, hopefully. And please testify in Austin at the bill. Representative Ron Reynolds and State Senator Boris Miles, I think, are the two that are going to be carrying that legislation. And let me just say again to Ms. Griffin, thank you so much for your courage to be on this show. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me. Thank you for listening. We appreciate your support. My family and I extend our super gratitudes to you and the radio show and those listeners that have called in today. I thank you so much. Amen. And thank you. Thank you. God bless. We're signing off here, Houston. Thank you. No no commercial. We're good. I think that's I think that's that's least uh, needs to end on its own with the power of the things she said. Thank you, Houston. We'll see you next time. This is Gilbert Andrew Garcia. Listen to my radio show, A Tip from Gilbert. Talk, inspiration, and prayer every Monday from 11 a.m. till noon on Houston's Gospel Leader, KWWJ, 1360 a.m. and streaming live on kwwj.org. Listen on the legendary KYOK, 1140 a.m. and streaming live on kyokradio.org. KCOH, 1230 a.m., The Source. On San Geek Radio, 95.1 FM, 1460 AM. And Aliento Radio, 101.7 FM and 1540 AM. Call in at 832-570-8075 and follow me on social media. See you then.